We are 100% shadow banned. We, we are, know dude. this because because anytime we open our political mouths, mm -hmm. Google the machine says no soup for you. No soup for you. From St. Joseph, Missouri, here is Travis Hartman. Welcome to the next episode of Wayne In with Travis Hartman. It's episode 40, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. If you're following along or subscribing, we do appreciate it as always. If not, smash that subscribe button with whatever you got. Hit it. Hit it and hit that little like thing and whatever else too. I am B-Money, the producer. That there is Weekend Trav. Weekend Trav, hi. What are you doing? Uh, the snap, uh, the snap for, uh, gram. Snap the, tweet. The face tweet. It was for our Wayne In with Travis Hartman Instagram page. You can find us on Instagram at Wayne In with Travis Hartman, all one word. And you can find us on Triller, the same thing, but we don't use Triller. Uh, unless we're talking about uh -oh. Uh -oh. a Triller matchup coming up in two, not this weekend, but next weekend. We'll get into that in a few minutes. Let me finish my rant before you get ranting. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Thank you to our media partners, TH Boxing, IF Enterprises, Gulfstream Financial. We're going to give you props. We're going to give you love. To everybody that gives us love, we give you love. And if you give us a little spite and vitriol, we might give you love back because E L E. Everyone love everyone. Um, so, Weekend Trav, always a pleasure to see you. It's good to see you, B Money. I like it. I like the shade, the specs, the spectacles. Got the cigar show. Got the, the am, same, I, am I still not cool? I just don't want to see you munching on the thing. There he is. So this is the Weekend Trav Attire. Is that a new one oh, or yeah, no? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a redo? Nope. I got it uh, two days ago. I got a couple more coming in. From soon. what I'm told, aloha means hello and goodbye. That's what your and shirt says. That's what your shirt says. <laughs> so anyways, we're here. It's episode 40. We're here from the TH Boxing Facility. You know, on deck, we're going to be talking about... The highly discussed battle between a YouTube star and an MMA fighter in a boxing match, which is technically a professional bout. Actually, I don't know. Is it for Ben? Yeah, it is. It's his pro debut. We're talking Jake Paul. Actually, let's make sure that Ben Askren has not had any pro fights. I'm going to Well, maybe he has, that. maybe he hasn't. But let's, we're talking any pro boxing fights. Jake least. Paul versus Ben Askren, the cruiserweight matchup on Triller pro coming debut. up April 17th. Uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. The ATL where the Dirty Birds play. So, Dirty! Anywho, uh, Weekend Trav, we've talked a little bit about this on and off. We've had some heat, a little bit of heat on Instagram about it. Uh, yeah. Because We're of our challenged. take. Because of our take, and that's cool. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. That's the beauty of podcast, YouTube, and America. You America. can have your opinion, even if you're wildly wrong. And think that Ben Askren is going to win. So with that, I'm going to tee this thing up to you. The boxing, not only expert, not only professional amongst the ranks, fighter, trainer, everything else. I'm going to toss it to Weekend Trav, a.k.a. Travis Hartman, a.k.a. that guy. <laughs> Weekend Trav. Thanks, B-Money, for tossing that over. Thanks for the intro. Hopefully, after 40 episodes... They know who we are. Well, but you know what? We might have some first-timers here. Yeah, get the passers-by, yeah, yeah. and they're like, who are these guys? They, yeah. seem, they seem relatively important because of their dashing good looks. I, I would agree with that. And their cool beards. And their cool beards because we are the number one beards, bourbon, and boxing podcast filmed in Orlando, Florida, specifically in Laureate Park. 
In Lake Nona. In Lake Nona, Florida. In a boxing gym. In a boxing gym on a Sunday or Monday. Today is Monday. <laughs> Number one. In the world. There, there was another comer that, that does it on Wednesdays or Thursdays, I think, but we got number one in this time we slot. We locked it up. We time it slots up. It's are. It's going nowhere. Listen, time slots are important weekend drive. They are. I agree. You know, if, uh, you know, it's all about ratings, and our ratings are. Anyways, so. <laughs> you got to grab the bull by the horns. Let's go, ahead, let's go ahead and talk about this matchup rather than just already derailing ourselves. That will come soon enough as we continue to drink this here. What are we drinking? Maker's Mark 46. And we've had this before, correct? I think, I believe we have. We've, I know we've had Maker's Mark. I don't know if we've had the 46 or not, okay. but I do, I know we've had Maker's Mark. I thought we'd revisit it. Cool. So with that being said, I want to put this disclaimer out there first that I mean zero disrespect by my predictions yeah. at all. Yeah. Just because I predict that another guy's going to beat another guy or knock another guy out does not mean that I am openly disrespecting the guy because I'm not. However, with that being said, I do believe Ben Askren gets knocked out by Jake Paul. And I, just by his sheer toughness, I think the fight lasts three rounds, but I don't think it goes past three rounds. I think that Ben Askren definitely gets knocked out. Not only does he going to get knocked out, he's, I do not see him having a single chance of winning this fight. Hmm. Whether he goes the distance or not, it's an eight-round fight. So that's actually – it'll be uh, Jake Paul's first eight-round fight as well. And I can tell you as a fighter myself, fighting in your first eight-round fight, it's a big deal. Like, it's a big deal. You start out fighting four-rounders, six-rounders, eight-rounders, and it's a big difference. So Ben Askren is going to have to deal with that as well. He's making his pro debut fighting an eight-rounder. Mm -hmm. This fight, there's no way it's going the distance. Because MMA guys are not used to going the three rounds and as long as they go. They're used to going three five-minute rounds, or if it's a championship fight, it's five three-minute rounds. Um, so, five, or no, five five-minute five, five, five. rounds. Five five and three five. So it's just different. It's a different pace. It's a different everything. So I feel like the MMA guys, they go five minutes, which is longer than the pro mm. boxers. But I think that there's a lot of fights in MMA that end up being on the ground. Mm. And there, there's a little bit. It's not resting. I wouldn't say they rest no, for sure. No, no, they don't rest. No, they don't. That, that actually saps, there's some maneuvering and that stuff. That saps a lot of energy too. Yeah. So I, I don't. I don't want to make it seem like they're not putting forth this, uh, the same amount of energy that a boxer does. It's just different. It's the same. It's a as, different pace. Is correct. What I meant it's by the it. same as if you take somebody that runs marathons and somebody that does sprints only. Their workouts are different. Yep. They're putting forth a ton of energy. Hundred percent. They got to train differently for it, and it's just different. And I think that's where people continue to get caught off guard with this fight. And it's, it's very polarizing. And, some, and people, for the most part, just don't like Jake Paul. But for MMA fans, for the most part, they want to look at it and be like, no way. My sport, we have to do all these different disciplines, and boxers only do one. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, that's fine and dandy. But what they're missing out in is, okay, you only have one discipline to work with. What happens if that one discipline's not working? What do you do? You can't take somebody to the ground. You, you can't lay You're on You're saying them. if that one discipline for Askren doesn't work. Yeah. I'm, I'm just kind of speaking in assumptions, but yeah. yes. And, and so I'd, I think everyone, I think people always have a chance. There's always a chance. Correct. Especially in boxing. I, I personally think it's very minimal that Ben Askren comes up with something. Yeah. But who knows? He's he is surrounding himself with some smart people, so not, I'm, sure. I'll give him that credit. And listen, he's an athlete. He's a professional athlete. He's tough, dude. He's, he, listen. MMA guys are tough guys. Like Ben Askren proved that he's a tough guy. 
again, I take nothing away from the guy, but he he's coming into a sport where even though Jake Paul hasn't been a professional fighter and fought any professional fighters, he's fought and trained in boxing, I think, somewhere like four years now. And he's been through gyms in Vegas. He's been through gyms in California where he sparred with true pros. He's taken it very serious. So he's got more boxing experience than Ben Askren has. So I don't see him putting up any kind of a um, any kind of a, a big time. Yes, I did see that actually. Yeah, so. Because they're in Miami. So here's here's the thing. I, I just think this is a, it's almost for the fans a setup fight. Like it you, is. everyone should have an idea. Chances more than likely, almost without a shadow of a doubt, this should be Jake Paul's fight. Yes. Should be. Yes. Whether it's a knockout, whether it goes the distance, I don't know, but it should be. Ben will be Ben will try to bully him. He'll try to get in close in close quarters. That that's we haven't only, seen. That's his only game plan. He has to execute that because if he does, he will make it rough. Correct, correct. And that alone takes energy away from the fighter. Uh-huh. And we haven't seen Jake Paul in close quarters that, that I'm aware of. No, because he does really well. He actually has a really good jab, and he sticks the guy out there. And I've watched BJ do some training down there, and BJ's a good measure. He measure BJ, as a pro himself, had a phenomenal jab. Yeah. So um, I see that uh, Jake Paul measures the guy so well, keeps him out there. And I'm pretty sure Jake Paul, yeah, uh, has a height and a reach advantage over yeah. Ben Askren as well. So, But Ben Askren's – I mean, they would be if it was an MMA fight. They would say the same thing too. They'd be like, yeah. Ben's got to get on the inside. He gets on the inside, he's going to take him down to the ground, he's going to win. Well, out here, he's going to have to get on the inside, and he's still not going to win if he gets on the inside, but he's going to make it tough yeah. on Jake Paul. And we've talked about this on and off, off camera really, that, listen, if the roles were reversed here or if the matchup was reversed – if we were fighting in a cage or, or in an you would MMA think fight, that Askren would have to be the favorite. You, I would give hit to him probably as much as I'm giving Jake Paul the boxing fight. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it would be Match. that much because I feel like boxers still can fight, and that I wouldn't. They still have that chance of a puncher's chance. You're talking especially in stand-up. Yeah, but you're talking about an Olympian wrestler. I I would give him all that skill and taking Jake Paul down to the ground, but it's not an MMA fight. Exactly, it is not. He's going into another discipline. So. Jake Paul also, just like Ben brings in boxers to try to kind of figure things out from a boxing standpoint, Jake Paul brings in MMA fighters to box with. Yep. A friend of ours, Mike Perry, he boxed with him last month. And that's going to be a – I wouldn't say a similar test because he has much better stand-up than Ben Askren. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it in private sessions. I've seen it. Yep. Okay? But that way he gets an idea of what it's like to be bullied around a bit and there, there's power. Mike Perry has a lot of power. Uh, and Ben, Ben Askren, he doesn't look like much, but he has power. He has leverage, Yeah. but I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's boxing. They're not wrestling. Yep. They're not going to the ground. He could tie him up and that's basically it. And he'll suck energy away by tying him up and, you know, rubbing him around against the ropes and shit like stuff like that. But it's going to happen. If he lets him, and that's, and that's going to be, I think that's probably BJ's um, game plan as well. Is like, listen, you have to make this a clean fight. Box. Keep Box. him on the outside. Circle. As soon as you yep. feel your butt touch that back of the ropes, you either need to run in and grab him and spin or get the hell out. Yeah. And that's exactly what's going to happen. If, if Jake Paul, which I know he's taking it serious because there's a lot on the line for this because he's been mouthing a lot. It's Jake Paul for sure. Yeah. He always does. Yeah. That's how he yeah, sells yeah. fights. But, I mean, that's why the guy's so making a lot of money, so too. he sells himself. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not a likable kid. He's not. Nope. I mean, I, I watch a lot of the stuff, and I see it. He's just a young kid. He's got a lot of money. He built, his, he built his reputation on YouTube doing stupid stuff, saying stupid stuff, and that's how he built his hustle. But now, 
This is what I can tell everybody, though. The guy takes it serious, man. I'm telling you, the guy takes it very serious. He might clown around a lot, but when he's in that gym, he literally works his tail off. I mean, yeah. he takes – got his nose broke before one of his last fights by sparring with other pros. Got his nose broke, Jake Paul did, and mm-hmm. still went out there and fought his butt off. So the kid's tough. The mm-hmm. kid's got that going for him. He's tough, and he's taking it serious. But – I will say that I think for sure, without a doubt, Ben Askren is his toughest fight to date. Oh, yeah. yeah he's yeah. much tougher than Nate Robinson. Yeah. He's much tougher than Anderson Gibb, I think, is who his uh, other fight was against, who was another YouTuber. So I think that you mentioned it. This is a setup fight. And what I mean by setup, I don't mean it's like they're, they know who's going to – like it's not fixed – but it's what we call a setup fight for a guy who they're trying to promote, which is Jake yeah. Paul. It's a setup fight for him to look good against and win. Yeah. Okay? And I just think it's, it's kind a of, setup for that. I feel like it's almost baiting us into watching it, which is fine. We'll watch it and we'll yep. debate it. We'll debate it online. We'll debate it any which way. And people will name call and piss and moan about whatever else. So let me put it. This might be tough. This might be one of the toughest questions I've ever asked you. Okay. And I've asked you some tough ones. <laughs> How does Ben Askren win this fight? So, in my professional opinion, the only way he can win this fight is if what he does is he comes in in phenomenal shape, which is going to be tough because, like I said, boxing is a different pace. Mm. Everybody thinks that they do five rounds that they can, just like you were saying, a mm-hmm. sprinter to a marathon runner. They're just different. Mm-hmm. So if, if uh, Ben Askren is in phenomenal shape, comes in there, he's going to have to rough up Jake Paul for three or four rounds, wear him out. He's going to lose those three or four rounds, but literally wear Jake Paul out to where Jake Paul is literally like dog tired. And the only how he wins, in my opinion, is if he tires him out, forces him to quit in the fifth, sixth, seventh round because he's punching on him. He's getting to him. He's roughing him up. He's just, he's just being an animal. And Ben Askren has that in him. So if everything, literally, if all the stars align, if Ben Askren does all those right things, just makes it rough and tumble on that guy and, and roughs him up, beats him up, I, can see, I can't see him knocking him out, but I can see um, Ben Askren making Jake Paul quit because he's so exhausted. Yeah. Because that happens in boxing. People literally get so exhausted, they don't know what else to do, so they're getting punched on, they take a knee, and they, they literally just get counted out. Yeah. So I think that that's the only how Ben Askren wins is if he forces Jake Paul to quit, which everybody's like, oh, yeah, Jake Paul's got a big ego and won't quit. But get in the moment and, and be pressured like that with, with a guy like Ben Askren who is strong and has leverage mm-hmm. and is pushing and turning you around, you, you might see a different side of Jake Paul, which is also probably why they picked Jake Paul to, or, yeah, uh, Jake Paul picked Askren to fight is because they want to test his toughness. Yeah. They want to test that resolve because ultimately – if he wants to be a legit professional fighter, which he says he does, he's doing all the right steps to do that. He needs to be tested like this in his third, uh, third pro fight. Yeah, so that's why I think anyone that's saying he's just going to walk through him, walk through Ben Askren, no, I don't believe that. I don't think so. No, but I think it goes third, fourth round, knockout maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I guess if I'm saying third or fourth. I'm calling a third round knockout. Yeah. I, I, I think. For Jake Paul. Ben has a good chin. He's been in, so from an MMA standpoint, he's been in with some top strikers. Well, Masvidal might say he doesn't have a good chin, but. Well, that's a, well <laughs> to a knee he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. To a knee he doesn't. But, but that was just poor planning. Yeah. And if anything, he caught him perfect, though. But that was great planning. If you look at Masvidal, like the, when they were working out prior to that fight. He was practicing it? He was setting it up. He's like, I know exactly how I'm going to run in. He's like, yeah. because every match, this is what he does. Every match, he goes in. Immediately, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fly and eat him. I'm going to put another caveat out there to it, tell you that 
I can see this fight ending in the first round too by Jake mm-hmm. Paul knockout. Mm-hmm. If people underestimate it, and I think Ben Askren's going to underestimate it a little bit too because of Jake Paul, because you, everybody thinks he's this YouTube guy. But I'm telling you, inside people, Jake Paul can punch. He can punch. Yeah. If he catches Ben Askren clean, it has nothing to do with being tough when you get caught right on the button. It doesn't matter who you are, how tough you are. I'm a tough guy too. I get caught on the button, you're gone. You're done. That's it. So I wouldn't, and I'm. It does sound like I'm really talking crap on uh, Ben Askren because things get knocked out, but I can see this fight going one round or three rounds. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, so we're in agreement. I think Jake Paul definitely wins. Wins. Um, it, it would. It's just a matter of how everything would have to line up for Ben Askren. I think you. you Which hit one upsets head. happen could happen. It could happen. I think you're right. The only way that that really happens, he just wears him out three or four rounds, just clinching and tying up. Ugly, it's rough, ugly. tough fight. You know, we haven't seen we haven't seen Jake Paul in something ugly like that. How does he respond? A lot of it is response. Is it mental? Is it physical? Whatever it is, um, and then just wearing him down and maybe starting to win rounds at just pure ugliness towards the latter part of the eight rounds. Maybe, maybe the winning on he could, he could beat up the body a bit on him. I could see him beating up the body on Jake Paul. We haven't seen that, so yeah. uh, we'll we'll see. I'm just not seeing much boxing ability out of Ben Askren when I watch any of his videos. Yeah. I'm just not single. And, and it's fair because his background is wrestling. The yeah. guy's a phenomenal wrestler. Yeah. That's why he's done so well in the UFC because he's got a phenomenal ground game. I just don't see the stand-up game. I just don't. And I think a guy like Mike Perry would beat Ben Askren if it was straight boxing. Oh, I think so. And I'm pretty sure that uh, even uh, Mike Perry said that Jake Paul – can punch and handle him pretty good when they yeah. sparred. So Ben Askren's in for a tall task. But listen, tall tasks, that I mean, Jake Paul's undefeated until he's not. Mm. And it could happen. Literally, it could happen. Buster Douglas. Nobody ever thought Buster Douglas could knock out Mike Tyson. Right. Different realm because both guys could fight. Buster Douglas was a legit pro. He's a heavyweight. He can punch. I'm not saying Ben Askren can't punch. I'm just saying that his focus his whole life hasn't been on punching. Yeah. And there is so much technique that you can't learn in boxing on a two, three, four-month training camp. You yeah. just can't. It's a technique that's developed over time. And to, and, and to be fair, Jake Paul is still learning the craft. And a lot of people, hundred percent. A lot of people don't like it because he kind of jumped over amateur rank stuff, go he professional. Did. He kind of rode the wave of who he was and, and YouTube notoriety, whatever that's worth. Uh, which in today's day and age, I, I'm sorry, I'm old school too. I hate the fact that these people are popular and make bazillion dollars. Because they're just a YouTube talent or Instagram model. That's, that, to me, is mind-boggling dumb. Influencers. But, but they're influencers. But you know what? That's just the way it goes nowadays. Mark and move. That's just the way it is. The world so, always shifts. Unfortunately, with this, with this sport, because of the way boxing is structured and, and even MMA. Someone could do it in MMA if they did it right. They could. He's made a name for himself and put himself in that position. You can't just you can't do that with like you can't walk on the NFL as a YouTube star saying no. you know doing this. No. no, it doesn't work that way because it's not structured logistically for that. But it is for boxing. It's, it's an entertainment business at the end of the day. Boxing is about entertaining. Because what? To, so give give the the listening audience kind of the the uh, lowdown. How, what is it? They don't say lowdown anymore, do they? I mean, you can. Okay. We it's acceptable. What does it take to become a professional boxer? So it doesn't, to be completely fair, it doesn't take a whole heck of a lot to be a professional boxer. To make that pro debut, like prime example, Jake Paul. Super, super influential, super popular. He got a promoter. Well, let's run through the example. B-Money. All of a sudden, I'd come to you and say, Weekend Trav, 
I'm ready to become a professional boxer. So, what do I do? So it's, it's not as simple as I, I made it out to be, but so what we would do is we would go to the, we're in Florida. Let's just say we're in Florida, the mm-hmm. Florida boxing commission. Mm-hmm. I go to a promoter, a guy's putting on a show. I'm like, Hey, do you need a, a cruiserweight, a good looking bearded cruiserweight? To make his pro debut. I appreciate the fact that you think I'm in. The, wait, what's that weight? What was? It's 190 to 200. Okay, I can make that. There I'm in go. that right now. Exactly. That's yeah. why I knew yeah. that. So, cruiserweight. He wants to make his pro debut. So it depends on who you're fighting, but the commission has to approve of that. So for you, the commission would probably look at him and be like, "Well, this guy's never ever fought again ever." So there is a way, though, if a promoter claims to this guy he can fight, he's been training, and he make he can make a case one time until he makes that pro debut fights once the commission sees this guy has zero lack of skill so what can happen is you could turn pro i can make it happen by convincing the commission this right he's training he can do it he can do it he gets out there you fight one time they show that you obviously are not a true professional you almost get hurt we'll say Mm -hmm. or just example you get out there what the commissioner will do will suspend you indefinitely and they will put a little um, details by it and say lack of skill or or something or detrimental to his health if he fights again. They do that. These they are suspend all, people. These are all fair. These are all fair <laughs> so comments. I'm not saying exactly you, but you see what I'm saying. So to turn pro, technically to turn pro, it wouldn't be like any other sport because technically to turn pro one time though, it doesn't necessarily take the skill to do it. Yeah. It would take the backing. It would take the um, the ticket sales. It would take the popularity to do it, but to stay pro, that's the difference. I've right. been pro for 16 years. Yeah. For example, you cannot Jake Paul. He will get exposed eventually, but if this guy's a true pro, which he, he's training his butt off, he is, but he hasn't actually fought a true pro boxer yet. But to be fair, the guy's two and zero. He's knocked at everybody he's been put up against. He's now, he hasn't been outclassed. He does show some skill. Well, he his, shows. Listen, his trainer is no dummy. BJ, BJ Flores yeah. knows exactly what he's doing. He does. He's a smart guy. What, what was his, as a professional, what's his record? I think he was like 30 and 3. Come on. Like he knows what he's doing. Title, like. If you guys are watching any of these videos or you're watching the training montages or an Instagram and you see see the shaved head guy that, that probably wishes he had a beard like us. And, he does. You know, Sorry, he has, BJ. He has a nice little tan skin, <laughs> a little lighter than me. And, and he's holding mittens. That's BJ Flores. I mean... He knows what he's doing. And he's a smart, intelligent smart, guy. Smart, smart. He's not one. He's not only one of those guys that could fight. He was a huge. I think he was number one in the nation as an amateur as well. Turned pro, had a phenomenal career. I would say thirty and three as a pro is pretty phenomenal. Jab is quick as lightning. I and mean, the guy is intelligent. You hear him speak. Yeah. He's one of those guys that he knows how to enunciate things. He knows how to get his point across. He knows how to teach people the fundamentals and the basics. He doesn't have to hitch his wagon to Jake Paul. No. Nope. He doesn't have to. He sees something there. Yep. And he and evident they work together really well. Yeah. So why not continue to ride that wave? So I'm just telling y'all, don't don't buy the hype. Jake Paul's gonna win this thing. Uh and it's probably gonna be you're saying third round. Give give us your official prediction. Man. I, I, I feel I'm Nate, gonna guess when eight went to two, right? Or did yeah, you go to yeah. three as well? I think it was two. I think it was two. Honestly, I think I'm going to give it four because I think they're going to feel each other out a little bit. Nobody's made it out of the second round. With, I think uh, they're going to feel each other out a little bit for a round and a half. And huh? then I think the last half of the second round gets a little ugly. Huh? Third round gets dicey. Fourth round, Jake Paul puts him down. 
It's fair. It's, that's a fair prediction. I, I mean, there's. It's a good prediction. I think that it's going to be a third round knockout. I think we're going to see some rough and tough things go on. I think you're going to see Ben Askren rough him up. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see Ben Askren attempt to throw him on the ground. Not to wrestle him, but they're going to get in a little bit of heat of a match, and I can see him trying to throw him down, it's and the referee coming in and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's, it's for going to get a little ugly. It's for the fans. Yeah, it's, it's going to get a little fans. ugly. Yeah. It's going to get hype, but all that's going to do is, I'm telling you guys, Jake Paul can punch. He can punch, and he's not in with a real pro boxer, so he's going to – I just told one of my guys I train, and again, UFC MMA guys are going to kill me for this, but I'm just going to be honest. Every single time that I was at a gym – and we sparred an MMA guy because sure. they always they always they love boxing gyms because they're yeah. trying to work on that stand up. They are yeah. they really yeah, are. Yeah. But every time I fought an MMA guy, they were the easiest guys to hit. They had no lateral movement. I'm not and I'm not, they're tough as nails. They are, yeah. but they were the easiest guys to hit for me when I when I sparred those guys. They were super awkward, so you had to be really careful. And that's what Jake Paul's gonna have to do is be really careful because they're awkward. They don't have a normal sure. boxing standup. They come at you in different angles. Sometimes they'll come at you straight, you know, because that's what they're used to. But they are so easy to hit. And if Ben Askren lets Jake Paul line him up, line him up with a jab, come over the top of the big right hand. It's going to be lights out. Lights out. No matter how tough he is, he's tough. And I've 100% openly given him credit. He's a tough guy. But MMA guys in the boxing ring, for whatever reason, I don't know what it is, but they're so stationary with their head. Mm. And they're easy to hit. Mm. And if he lets Jake Paul hit him, and that's why I said I would not be completely shocked if Jake Paul catches him in the first round. Mm. Because he can punch. And... MMA guys, they are. Every time I've sparred with them, they don't move their head very so well. So you're still sitting on the third round? Is that your call? <sighs> yeah, I gotta go. You know what? No, let's let's, let's I'm gonna change it up. I'm okay. gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna call first round knockout. Wow. I'm calling Jake Paul first round. Okay. Okay. Jake Paul first round. I just on the just the drop of a hat, I'm changing it. So Jake gonna, Paul so first round. So what's gonna round. happen is when Weekend Trav is right, he's gonna be texting me about how right, <laughs> how right he yeah. is. So so I want to reiterate this. There's no disrespect to at all. To and I, it's we not. have we have friends across all disciplines. You know, we we've worked with different people on different different things, boxers, MMA fighters. Uh, I kick, respect kick the crafters, all sorts of stuff. I respect the hell out of them. I used to train MMA fighters. I respect the heck out of them. If, it's a grind. If this was an MMA matchup, I'd give it to Ben Askren probably 99 times out of 100. He'd have to be the favorite. Right? Absolutely have to be the favorite. Uh, it's, but this is not. This is boxing. It's, it's the, uh, what do they call it? The, the, uh, the sweet science. No, not that. The, this is sweet science. Boxing sweet is science. a sweet there science. We go. Yep. There we go. So, the pugilistic uh, sweet science. You know, uh, it'll be, this is going to be entertaining. Now, uh, we're, we're in agreement on the finish, not necessarily the round, but the finish. Yeah. Let's move on to the, just the event itself. Here's what I don't oh, like. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Here's what I don't like. We've already had one experience with Triller with Mike Tyson and um, Roy Jones Jr. We were happy to see that fight. However, the lead-up and the build-up during the event, yep. it was a stupid concert. Yep. Guess what, Weekend Trav? I've seen the lineup. I've seen how many fights there are, and I've seen how many rappers and musicians are performing, but I saw... Uh, the Beebs, I think he's there, so I'm okay with that. Beebs is actually a big boxing fan, has been for oh, a yeah, while. Oh, yeah, yeah, because he, he came out with, May- yeah. with May- uh, Mayweather in yeah. 50 Cent. Yep. Um, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Where, where, this is the fine line between entertainment and, and a sporting event, 
And it's this is what turns people off. This is what turns off traditional boxing people. Yep. Is the spectacle of it. I'm not an, I'm not a big fan of how much uh, how many musicians are involved in this thing. I'm not. I'm a fan of Mario Lopez being involved. Yep. I'm a fan of Justin Bieber being involved. I'm 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 a Biebs Bieber fever. Well, I have know. it. I don't care. Hey, I have he, it. I openly admit this. You know, he's a born again Christian. There you go. He, he is very he is, very he real is. too. He has a whole crazy story. You Google it one time about yeah. him and. Uh, anyways, I'm not going to get there because in Hollywood. We're going to end up. The, we're going to end up in a body bag somewhere. <laughs> so we're not going to talk about that. But April seventeenth, Triller Triller pay per view. However they do it. It's a mu- it's a freaking music festival. Yeah. With some fights. And that's I think pretty much that's why too because Snoop Dogg is a part. I think he's a part owner in this new Fight Club for Triller. I think they call it Fight Club. Triller Fight Club. Club. I think he's he's like an investor or some kind of owner, something involved in it. And you know his background is rapping, it's musicians. So he's trying to do his part for that whole industry. And that's why he's going to put all these people out there. I just don't think it's going to stick. And we could be off. We could be way off. But in my opinion, I'm with you. Um, Most of the people that watch that, even I'm a fan of the Biebs and all them, but I don't want to watch an hour, two-hour freaking concert before a boxing match. Listen, that first one, they were performing like full length. Yeah, it carried on. Full length. Like more than one song, it felt like. Maybe it was. But it was full length. Like we'd be like, what are we doing now? We're going to wait till the next fight? Oh, well, I got time to go take a dump. Yeah. Um, I I can do whatever I want. I don't think... There's only weekend travel. There's only so much dumping I can do during one pay per view. <laughs> are we are we now to that point? Well, of I think we're talking I about poops. No, I wasn't worried about the the. I wasn't worried about the curse word. Oh. It's more about the act of dumping. Well, listen, <laughs> listen. When a turtle has spoken, you got to take it to the sea. You got to take it to the ocean, man. It's touching cotton. It is touching cotton. <laughs> you can't touch cloth. <laughs> That's yep. a that's a shout out We're to done. my my buddy Elliot Taylor. He always talks about touching cloth. Oh, oh you're in trouble for out that. there in China. China can't see this. I got a turtle head poking out. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but so we can travel. That's my gripe here. My gripe here is that listen, yes, you look down the list of the other fights. Probably the other main event fight. That's the only ones that you really recognize names from. All in all, it's just kind. Of, it seems like a kind of a low-key card which i guarantee will be entertaining fights on there there's okay. actually to be fair again like you just said though there is regis progress versus ivan redcash which is the co-main yeah. actually a good fight yeah it's actually legit that's a 10 pros. rounder that's a 10 rounder yeah that's a 10 round it's a legit fight and people there will so there will be entertainment there will be boxing entertainment but it's like it's almost as if the promoters and whoever's putting the producer i'll call producers at this point because it yeah. is a concert they don't have the confidence in that product yet. And they're going to pump it full of all these musicians and dilute it. Yeah. Well, I think what they're doing, and they know this, is that no matter what, the true boxing fans, they will tune in. Okay? They are. We, we are. The diehard boxing fans that love actual boxing, they're going to tune in. I don't know if they're going to stay tuned. Mm. That's the point. I think they're going to tune in, and I think they're going to turn them off. However, the people who end up paying the bills – for these big-time fights, it's not the average boxing fan. It's right. the average person. Right. And that's what they're trying to bring in, I think. So they are diluting the sport in that regards is that we're trying to add in all of these fans who are not true boxing guys. They don't know boxing. They're tuning in to watch their favorite rapper or something, and they're just going to happen to see a boxing match. So yeah, I'm not, 
I'm not against it yet because I don't think we're seeing the effect fully because it just started. But most of the people are like, oh, well, they're bringing new eyes to the sport. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. But they're bringing true eyes to the sport. But how many big-time fights have you ever seen or think you've ever seen? Canelo. They don't do live concerts during a Canelo fight. There's good reason for that. Because we want to watch boxing. Unless he's walking out because he had somebody. Yeah, but that's, what, five minutes. So, let me... Yes, they're bringing new eyes in. But here are the eyes that are coming in. It's the fans of this whole YouTube influencer generation that they're interested in things in the moment, and then they lose interest like that. That's, that's the time we're in, too. Here's what's going to happen, because I don't know what the frequency is going to be of these events now. It's been, it's been a rough, like, it's been about six months, right, since the last one. The Triller one? Yeah, the Tyson one. When was that? It's been, it's, it was back in October, wasn't it? Or November? I think November. 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 It, was November. it was November, yep. It was November, so one, two, three, so about yeah. four or five months. Which right? is about right for every big fight, though. Usually it's about four or five months before big fights, can, normally. Can they keep this uh, design every four months? Can they do this three times a year? They're going to continue to draw the people in for this. So every big marketing thing that happens, they always dump a ton of money in it beginning, right? And they're doing that now with Triller. They're dumping a ton of money. Oh, that's true. They're paying to you from a Lopez. They're overpaying for stuff, hoping that it catches on. So like I said, I think you're going to look, it is, but good for boxers. I'm glad. Get that money while you can, boxers. Absolutely. Fight on Triller while you can because we don't know if it'll last, but it might. MMA crossover to boxing. Get paid because you ain't getting paid in MMA. That's what they're doing right now. Yeah, smart. I had the conversation with our, our boy Kenny on Facebook, trying to tell Kenny. Kenny was like, boxing's dead. And I was like, and another guy said it too. I was trying to explain to them that this is, if you're looking at ratings and all that stuff, it's hard to find ratings sometimes, but boxing ratings are phenomenal right now. They've been doing great through the pandemic even, with no fans yep. even. But what I want to tell, what the easiest barometer to show people how boxing is doing better than MMA right now is, what are boxers getting paid? What are MMA fighters getting paid? Boxers are getting paid a lot, like probably double or triple in some cases than MMA it's guys. It's abysmal. So... Who's paying that money? We know these guys. Who's paying that money? I mean, listen, a ton of people are watching boxing. We know these guys in the MMA world, what they're making. If you're not, so on the UFC level of things, they actually just redid their, their pay structure. Uh, so I don't have that in front of me. I don't, I can, so I'm not going to quote any of that stuff. But here's the deal. If you're not getting one of the bonuses of the night, you're not getting paid a whole heck of a lot. Then you've got to pay everybody else still. You've yep. got to pay the tax man. Don't forget to pay the tax man. You've got to pay uh, your, your camp. You got to pay your trainer. By the time you walk out of there, what are you getting? You're basically living off of any sort of promotional stuff that you were doing prior. What was that story? Mike Perry. Speaking of Mike Perry, his his last fight, he went in the post fight interview and was talking uh, about. It might have been the time or two, but yeah, yeah. But he went on that little rant about how much he's not really walking away with very much money. He's just like he. Well, he, he was fought, he was very honest. This, this might have been a fight or two ago, but he basically said, "Listen, just take the tax out first. Yeah, just take it out. Yeah." Listen, I don't want to deal with that. Just take it out. Yeah. Give me what I'm going to keep. That's really the point of it. Like any W-2 employee out there, give me what I'm going to keep. Yeah. Take the taxes out first. Okay? Just do that. It's just, it's abysmal. When you look at the comparison, it's abysmal. It is, man. It's abysmal. So get paid now. Triller, you're pumping money in. Or your investors are pumping money in. You got Tiafimo coming in later on this year. So they have some runway. They have some runway, I guess. But I just wonder when that runway runs out. It's a sh- I'll tell you right now, it's a short leash 
that they're because they're pumping so much money in the in the fight game right now that it's a short leash because prime example the TFMO fight they won that bid with like a six million dollar bid the closest bid to them was like 2.5 even close so they're paying double the amount okay it's a short leash and I promise you the triller people the investors they're not dumb they're not dummies by no means they're hoping that this money they're putting in they're overpaying to build that Draw audience people in. Draw they people are, in. which is it's it's a it's the only way to do it. You got to go big or go home. And they're trying to go big and they're trying to get the right people. And do they have the right people? I don't know yet. We'll see. That's something that we're going to hey, see by the end of the year. We'll see. You, I want to call it right now. Here's going to be the shocking sign of the, uh, of the end of the year. Guess who Triller is going to sign? Who? Bud. You think Crawford? <laughs> Could you imagine that? <laughs> now, I don't know anything, but I'm just yeah. saying if they did that, if they did that, yeah. that changes the landscape a lot. It does, because then they have... As long as he's talking about Terrence Crawford, yeah. right? Bud Crawford, talking about Terrence Crawford. As long as Crawford is in negotiation for another fight, Manny Pacquiao. If Crawford fights Manny Pacquiao before his um, contract expires with Bob Arum in top rank, if he fights Pacquiao, wins that fight, Triller would be smart to throw a lot Everything. of money Everything. at him. And everyone's, then everyone's kitchen they sink. got the throw best pound up. for pound fighter. Yeah. He stays on my list, by the way. I said that in my comment. If he fights Manny Pacquiao, if, he stays on my pound for pound So, list. And you're also assuming a victory there. Yes. With a victory, so yes. They, so they are in talks. I pick him to win. So they're supposedly in talks. But here's the thing. All these names have been supposedly in talks, and everyone's settling in on all these mandatories and all this stuff. It always happens. Man, what a letdown. So far, we were so pumped up about that one weight division, that one weight class. Yeah. And now it's like, Ugh. We had Gervonta, we have Devin Haney, Everyone's Hayley, just like, Ugh. Brian Garcia. fighting these fights. Lomachenko. No one's fighting each other. It's like, Ugh. They're they not. just wasted nearly a year. I think that we're going to have a big summer into fall in that division because those guys are going to have to fight. I, I'm pretty sure that Ryan Garcia is going to announce he's going to fight. A, for, for, I forget the guy's name now off the top of my head, but he's got a big fight coming up. He's Not a big fight. It, it's going to be... I can't say a big fight because the only big fight with those guys would be fighting each other. Devin yeah. Haney, Javante, Tank that's Davis, all, all those they have guys. To take. Yeah, and I mean that's why. Uh, it's eh. I. I don't think we're going to see anything right away because nothing's really scheduled. But I think post summer for that division specifically, we're going to see some big fights, and it'll be okay because by summer we have Canelo in May next month. By the way, right May eighth, Canelo's fighting Billy Joe Saunders, which in my opinion is a massive fight because Billy Joe Saunders has the abilities. I think so, yeah. To not only compete with Canelo, but to beat Canelo. I don't think he will, but I think you're right. But he's got all the abilities to do that. So with that being said, that fight's going to happen. We have Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, which yep. I'm pretty sure they're saying June. They haven't come out 100% and confirmed it, but I'm pretty sure it's going to happen in June. Right? They're still tossing up between yeah, Wembley. That's the whole and, thing. Um, okay. Because right now, because of COVID, and you're looking at England, and there's lockdowns again, oh and there's all that stuff. Don't get it started. Because all of a sudden, half our viewership falls off if we start talking about that. So we can't talk about that. You know what? I guarantee our viewership would quadruple, quintuple. Is that a word? It would go up five mm-hmm. times if, for some reason, we both got needles in the arm and showed everyone our card. Should- Saying, hey, we did our part. Should we do a... Which I didn't. Should we do a fake episode Hey, here we of, go. Hey, look it. I just got it. You see it? <laughs> Me too. Hey, there's... Hey, by the way, here's my name and birth date and doctor record and everything. <laughs> you idiots. You're putting this stuff online. You're going to have your identity stolen. Like, it's amazing yeah. to me, the stuff people do. I mean, I'm glad people are happy to do whatever they're doing. Fine, it's their body, happy. but be happy, but... 
what be money is saying well also what be money is saying too is your identity you're putting it out there you're putting your birth your, your birth date on there you're putting your information on there a lot of people are showing this card and i'm just like you're right and i'm like oh wow don't do that i saw this video posted. just say you got the vaccine and move on because so my kids watch these youtube videos of these people that just like look at other people's tiktoks and discuss them and make fun oh, of stuff yeah. and there was one and there was some website where you just ask questions and people answer. And the question was something along the lines of, if, uh, if, if the gov government gave you as much money as your social security number was, how much would you get? And like a list of people started answering and somebody's like, uh, wait, <laughs> I'm like, you're idiots. You idiots. We Cause live you're so quick to want to pat yourselves on the back for something and get some attention drawn. Yep. Your parents didn't hug you as children. Parents out there listening, go Gosh, hug your children. Bro, that's... Because they're going to they're gonna be fools one day, giving up their social God. security number and putting putting forth the card that I just got a needle in my arm. Here's my date of Where birth. Where are the most... We have the most information at our fingertips in this generation, yet I feel like so we are some of the most... <laughs> this is honestly, I feel like we're some of the most... In, uninformed people of our generation right now because we can travel this thinks for us yeah this does we all the information is at our fingertips we don't have syndrome. to critically think about stuff and gosh the ripple effect of this and i know we make fun of it but it's a serious deal it's a serious deal and i, I don't know i i'm concerned as as the years go by as our society gets more reliant and dumber and dumber I mean, you have two kids already, and eventually I will be a future dad one of these days. I don't know when, but I do worry a little bit. I'm just like, what are we doing to our kids right now? We have this, like, my kid is not going to have a phone. He's not going to have it in front of his face. I am literally, and I promise you this, I've said this here, that he's going to learn to yeah. function outside of this. As a young age, if he's yeah. 10, 12, 13, yes, of course I'm going to start giving him some of those little things, but... The, the foundation of who my kid is, he's, one, he's going to be a kid. He doesn't need to be online so much. He doesn't right. need to be doing all these this TikToks and all this other stuff. I watch it. I, I do TikToks as well. But there's got to be a happy medium there to where you have your kids going out doing other stuff in the real world yeah. because at the end of the day, that's a fake world. So what we Social found, media is a fake world. So what we found, and it's tough because there's a balance there. Like my son was probably one of the last ones in his grade to get a phone. And here's a funny thing. He doesn't use it for like calls or texts. He uses it as a, as a basically an internet device. A, a laptop pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but what I found, the happy medium there is spend time with them and watch what they're watching. Watch what, Monitor your kids. Take it's not part even in monitoring because I just want to know what's out there. I just want to know kind of what they find funny and things like that. It helps me get to understand their personality more. Yeah. And, but spend time with your kids. If they are wanting to watch YouTube, Hit that sucker on the TV. Watch it with, watch them. It with them. And that we're now we're also in an age now that where YouTube is a television station now. It's I mean, YouTube TV. That's yeah. so it's actually yeah. it's like sitting down watching old sitcom with your kids. Yeah, you I remember watching with my dad on TV. That's kind of what YouTube is kind of turning into. Where Dude. people are watching that. So so we not that it's a bad thing. It's just where we're moving to. A few weeks ago, we sat there with them and watched a couple episodes of Saved by the Bell. You and I both oh, love. Yes. You and I both love Saved by the Bell. Mark Paul Gossler, Mario Lopez. I'm sitting there watching it. They are begrudgingly watching it. They hate it. Ah. Uh, but here's the thing. I'm listening to like I'm watching the script and every, what everyone's saying. I'm like, there's no way this show could be on today. Like, 
yep. what everyone would deem as sexist yep. and racist yep. and improper jokes and all sorts of stuff. There's no way that crap would fly right now. And it would be on Saturday morning for kids, though I don't even know if that's a thing anymore for kids to watch. No, I don't think it is. No. That's We're so not- sad. You guys, if you're a child, you're living in an era. You don't understand what it's like to wake up on Saturday morning real early, hustle down to the TV. If you, if you, you, had, you had brothers, I had siblings. I got to get the TV first because uh-huh. I want to watch my cartoons. And that went from 9 o'clock all the way to about 12. You're getting your cereal. No, you guys don't understand what that's like because you're so quick to, oh, I'm just going to get on YouTube. Or I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go play Fortnite, or if that, I don't even know if they do that anymore. I don't. I never played it, know. but I know a lot of people are playing it. It's just we're at a different time. And listen, I'll, I'll tell you that I'm just as guilty on a lot of these things now too, because I remember there was a show called Dawson's Creek. Oh heck yeah! It happened once a week. Yeah, Wednesday night. Yes, so you had to watch that one episode. WB. They would leave you on a cliffhanger, Hashtag and you would WB. have to wait for a week to see mm-hmm. the next episode, right? Mm-hmm. This is where I'm guilty nowadays with Netflix. Binge. I will watch a series like Cobra Kai. Awesome, fun series. I haven't done it. I haven't done this. Oh, good. you got to. So I'm actually jealous you haven't done it yet because look forward to it because it's going to be cool. So what I mean by that is I'm so impatient that now I, I don't know how I waited a week. One, I know how I waited a week because I had to. I didn't have a choice. But now we have a choice. And sometimes... Having so many choices is not such a good thing. Yeah. I binge watch it. I'm done in a day. They know day. what they're doing. These media, I'm done in a these day. These media providers know what they're doing. We have to delay gratification. Yeah. And that is the problem, I think, right now what's going on. And that's because of internet, social media. Everything is fast, fast, fast. We need to delay gratification. They're, doing, they're, they're finding a healthy balance in these streaming services with that. If it's something like that, yeah, they put it all out there. But if it's a new show... Like, for instance, Disney Plus, when they put out new Marvel content or new Star Trek, con- or not Star Trek, Star Wars content, then yes, if it's, if it's episodic, then one episode is put out. Nice word. I like that. One episode put out, let's say, on Friday, and then you have to wait until the following Friday for the next one to drop. So they're starting to do that with newer stuff rather than saying, like oh, it. hey, we're, we're back. Here's all of them. Boom. Binge it. <sighs> like Netflix I, I still like kind of does that. They've been like, here's our new series dropped. Binge all of them now. I don't like that. I actually I mean, like I it. I like it. Yes and no, but I like the yeah. anticipation. Like we yeah. have something to look forward to. What do you look forward to now? Nothing because Cobra Kai's over. I'm looking. They're like, well, it's not over because they're supposed to be making the third or fourth season. I forget which one it is, but I've been watched all of them already. Like here's what I look forward to. Amazon Prime. I watched. There's a new. Uh, it's, a, uh, it's a third. It's an off-brand comic cartoon show called Invincible. It's graphic. Okay. Cuss, cuss words, blood, whatever, sexual innuendo, it's all good. And it's episodic, so only on Fridays it drops. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. Disney Plus, a Marvel series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, same thing. On Fridays, boom, boom, boom. We're forgetting the greatest of all. Weighing in with Travis Hartman drops once a week. Once. once. What we're a just week. talking about. Once and, a week. And here's the best part about that. You don't even know what day it's going to drop. Yeah. Like, come on now. Where's the mystery everyone and all that? Everyone was waiting. Like, we're filming today, which is Monday, and everyone's like, where's the episode? <laughs> it's going to hit. Episode 40. It's going to hit on Tuesday. <laughs> yes. So we need to, and we need to, B-Money, a.k.a. producer, has been urging me for a while to put out more content on our In This Corner, and I'm going to get on that for sure. So look forward to some uh, upcoming interviews and We've already tested out the pilot and having guests. 
Yeah. We're going to start having more guests. Yeah. I mean, listen, as much as you guys want to hear me interview people in my life, you don't want to hear me interview people <laughs> in my life. So I think uh, the initial draw is let's get the professional athlete people talking. Then every once in a while we'll throw in one of B-Money's boring people. Is that listen, about right? That's, it's not boring. I don't like that word. You're not boring. A less eventful guest. <laughs> less interesting. You're not really selling it right less, now. Well, uh, yeah, but I'm selling you. I'm selling you and your guests. <laughs> what is this, prostitution now? Are in you fact, selling me? In fact, I think coming up, what I would like to do, huh? I want it. in this corner with your fiance. Ooh, okay. I, we've Irina been saying Falcone. that for a while. Yes. We can make that happen. You know what? We want to make that happen ASAP. I know where she sleeps and I know mm. where she lives. Okay. I think I can make this happen. So usually what he does is he goes to your house, knocks on your door, shakes you down, why aren't you listening to our podcast? And then he will punch you right in the stomach. In this case, he's going to go right there, knock on the door, and say, hey, will you please, uh, will you please let Brandon interview you? There's no punches because if he even attempted it, she would take him down. To Chinatown. Oh, to, wait, what? Oh, sorry. Is that a thing now? No. I mean, everyone calls it Chinatown, wherever you are. Take your All these Chinatown. lockdown cities, they have a Chinatown. Yeah, that's true. There's no, that's, not, that's not even being xenophobic. Are, that's are just... We, I, I, yeah, I'm not going to say anything else. No. Okay, <laughs> so I think we have ranted and raved enough. Episode 40, I think, is coming to a close. We're going to put a bow on it? I'm going to put a bow on it. So I do this, I do this, and then... <laughs> You know how like it's beautiful. You know how it's like um, if you're trying to reach like to to do something in your like in your car under the hood, mm-hmm. and you're like, man, I can't get it, and you close your eyes because you can like visually see it in your mind. You think? You think? <laughs> it's like that. I'm just doing it with the bow. And then you grab like the muffler, which is really hot. And like, somehow. Okay, now the intake. Now valve. I have no finger. I don't that's know. Great. The blinker fluid. I don't know. Blinker fluid. That's good. They sell that. <laughs> by the way, yeah. don't buy it. You should don't buy it. buy it, ladies. Buy it. Buy it. Uh, Anyways, <laughs> special thanks to our media partners, TH Boxing, Goldstream Financial, and IF Enterprises. Thank you, as always. Please subscribe below. Smash it. Spank it with whatever you got. Ooh, I didn't like your hand. Was there innuendos in that one? or There sometimes is. Okay. That's why we're rated, um, I don't know. I do have a cigar. You know Jeez, really we are for we are stopping. <laughs> Everyone, check out uh, Jake Paul versus Ben Askren coming up on April seventeenth on Triller. Uh, check your pay per view provider or your TV providers for pay per view access. Uh, Jake Paul versus Ben Askren. We're taking Jake Paul on that one. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I'm skipping over final thoughts because we're just going to wrap this thing up. That there is weekend draft. That there is B Money, aka producer, aka bearded goddess. God. God. What in the world? <laughs> Listen, don't be such genderish, gender. I identify as a god, not a goddess. Oh, sorry. Okay, my bad. Some people, okay, that's a different topic. <laughs> We're out. God bless.